Welcome back to the Women in the Business Arena podcast. Every week we dive into juicy topics for women navigating the business arena, leadership, and their personal self-development. We reframe business and life with a more feminine lens to help women find more fulfillment, freedom, and success. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, and as always, I'm joined by my beautiful co-host, Laura Schutt-Guzman. Today, we thought we would dive into a topic that both of us really care about, and I think it's a really important business topic that we don't talk enough about. How do we cultivate more relationships in our business? Relationships that lead to sales, relationships that lead to clients, relationship marketing. I think we've lost the art of building relationships in sort of the day and age of social media and all the ways we kind of just throw content at people or throw sales at people. And we've lost the art of really cultivating those relationships for more success. So we're going to talk about what that means. We're going to talk about some strategies around it and just our experience of that over the last few decades. What do you think, Laura? Yes, I agree. It's a lost art form, you know, as far as our ability to really build relationships out there in our local communities, face to face, because we've gotten used to really kind of hiding out behind our screens, like online. It's a little bit, it's a whole, just a whole different space to be in. And it's great that we have technology to build relationships online and to be able to be in so many places at once, like, cause we can be in, you know, groups and we can be here and we can be kind of engaging with this very, this larger audience. But I think in doing so, we've actually kind of hurt ourselves. Like as humans, we need that connection. We need the belly time, so to speak, and the face-to-face. So I am all about it. Yeah. And I also think, you know, that's absolutely true. I think having the face-to-face conversations and relationships are so important. And also, I think that needs to be our intention online. I feel like we've... We talk about relationship marketing and we think, oh, we're building a relationship with our clients through our funnels and things like that. But truthfully, the intention of relationship has been lost. We we don't understand how to really connect with people. We don't understand how to nurture those relationships. And so often I'm like teaching my clients that and talking about that in my program. And it's like there is just people don't understand how easy it actually is when you build these relationships because we've lost that art form. Yes, yes. And there's just magic to it. You know, there's the magic to showing up somewhere in this like serendipitous connections. And I just think that that's the piece we need to think about. I mean, you think about you and I and how we met. You know, we met actually in a networking group. Um, it was for single moms and we showed up there and we could have shown up online in the Google group or, you know, that was like prior Facebook groups um, yeah. <laughs> dating ourselves. Yahoo you know, group. Yeah, the Yahoo groups. Yeah. <laughs> the Yahoo and the Google groups. That was all we had. Um, but yet yeah, we showed up in person and we were grabbing a cup of coffee and watching our kids. And in those moments, something really magical happened where we started opening up and we started talking and we started realizing that we have these shared visions. And, you know, energetically, you can really get a sense of somebody in a way that you can't online. And I think that, you know, it's really funny. The other day I had to actually look up what the hashtag meant because I was like, what is a hashtag IRL? And it means in real life. And I was like, oh, we've moved so online that we have to actually hashtag when it's going to be real. (laughs) 
<laughs> that is so funny. I love that. I know. It's it's really interesting. And I think having been in business for decades, you get that longer experience. But you've got a lot of people who are coming out in business just in the last five years. They don't really understand relationship marketing to the degree that we had it decades ago, right? They It's just a different kind of experience. But the thing is, is that really the intention of all marketing is to build a relationship, right? And it's not to build a one-way relationship. It's to cultivate a connection, a real connection, a caring connection, something that's reciprocal as well. And so, you know, we've sort of disconnected by talking about things in terms of like, I'm building a relationship with my community, which is usually one-sided, or I'm looking for engagement. You know, it's like we've put these words towards it and we've forgotten it's really just about connection and relationship building. I mean, so often as I'm working with my clients on some of their sales techniques or some of the things that they're doing to go out and meet their clients, I'm like, you know, how would you go and talk to a friend? And, you know, it's like, it's the same. It's the same connection. You're not going to go up to someone, you know, like like online we do this, but you're not going to go up to someone in a coffee shop and be like, hi, my name is Sonia. I'm a business coach. You want to hire me? Like, you know, you're not going to do that. You're going to go and be like, hey, how are you? What are you up to today? Isn't it a beautiful day outside? Like you're going to cultivate a relationship. And we just don't do that online anymore. And I think it's important that we practice those skills both online and offline because they make a huge difference to our success. Like, huge. Yes. And the way we approach it, the way you were saying with the way we're kind of even using wording like looking for engagement and looking yeah. for it's very, you know, transactional. Yeah. It's not yeah. human. And, you know, and that was what was really beautiful about when marketing kind of shifted from just being sales focused and transactional focused. And it really started focusing on like, well, wait a minute, this is an energetic exchange, but like, how do we make it more about the humans that are connecting? How do we make it about relationships? And and so when we started as entrepreneurs to really shift our mindset, then we were, I think, more I think we were all kind of excited. It was fresh at one point of like, oh, I can actually tell my story. I can connect to my, you know, client and my customer. And now it's kind of gotten, it's just gotten a little bit tired. Like we don't, we're like tired of it or we're used to it or something. And it's time for us. And maybe in my opinion, it's maybe taking all of those things offline and and going and being that in the world. Like you've said before, Walking into a coffee shop can be a potential lead into new clients. Like, how are you approaching being in the world? I have this actually conversation with my clients who are dating. So many of my clients are looking for love and I'll ask them like, you know, where are you looking? And they're just like all online, like dating apps, all the on. And I'm like, well, when was the last time that you started a conversation with a stranger, you know, while you're like looking at the produce aisle or looking for your favorite ice cream at the grocery, you know, it's like. I met my husband outside in the park because I went up and I spoke to him. And like that kind of, I think, shift is important for us to just like think, where are these opportunities out in the community and in your local coffee shop that maybe you're not taking advantage of? Yeah. And I think it's funny because sometimes when I talk about this, people are like, yeah, that would be nice. That's a good idea. But then they go back to their marketing online. Like, you know, it's like, the, no, you don't get it. Like, really, literally, you shouldn't be learning marketing skills or content skills. You should be learning relationship skills. You should be learning the art of conversation. You should be learning how to spark a conversation every single place you go. If you learn to do that, you will always, always have enough clients. 
That's the bottom line. And I think we we don't get that like it's that easy by sparking a conversation, by understanding what we're offering. So there are components you need to have in your foundation, which I've talked about a lot in these different podcast episodes. But when you know your foundation, when you're clear about your target market, you know what you offer, you know, then it's really just about being able to spark conversations everywhere you go and not turn them into yucky sales calls, but actually connecting with people. And if they're interested, if they're your target market, if they know someone who they can share with you, it's so easy to spark that sales. Like it's it's literally effortless. It's not something you have to intend. It's not even something you have to create. It just happens because as people, as humans, we want to support each other if we really like someone, if there's a genuine connection. So sometimes what needs to be that first step you cultivate is you got to like people again right? You got to genuinely like people again and be interested in people. It's not about you. It's not about what you're selling. It's about them. The more questions you ask about someone, the more you get interested in them, the more you like are really engaged with them, the more they become engaged and interested in you. This is the natural process that happens. This is that art of conversation. I I was thinking that one day I'm going to break down in a podcast sort of the art of conversation, which is what I teach my clients. But I think, you know, it literally is as simple as like going up to someone and saying, hey, how's your day? And then like, cool. You know, do you live here? Awesome. You know, what do you do for a living? And then that naturally rolls into these really beautiful conversations. And then someone eventually says, what do you do? Oh, you know, like I work with women, helping them to, you know, be more successful in their business, whatever your spiel is, like genuine, right? Not an elevator pitch. And people are like, oh my gosh, I have a business. Like, I so need help. Tell me more about what you do. Like, that's how easy it is, right? Like, I get clients like that all the time. Or like, you're in the hot springs. Like, I have a, I had a client in the hot springs where I was like sitting there. I'm like, I'm not working today. I'm sitting in my hot springs. I'm actually like working on grieving. Like, I was there like emotional. And someone just came up and started chatting with me. And we got into all the spiritual stuff. And then guess what? She had a business. And that rolled naturally into her being a client. Like, these kind of things are so easy, but we've lost sight of that natural process because we're no longer connecting. Yes, I so agree in that art of conversation. And it doesn't have to be like, what's the word? It doesn't have to be what you just said, kind of that forced or like elevator pitch, you know, just organically just show up and notice somebody and ask a question. And, you know, for all the introverts that are listening, they're just like, I don't know if this applies to me. It does because we're all relational beings. And it doesn't mean that you have to have have really high energy and be really on. It just be yourself, but look for opportunities to engage and just have a conversation, you know, one-on-one, notice something about somebody and just open that, that door, you know? So I think that we over- think that too, um, when we're like, oh, I need to do this, you know, make it much more scary, bigger than it really has to be. And sometimes for me, it's if I just have that intention and I walk into a space or there's like two different spaces I'm in when I go into a coffee shop. One is that I am focused like, oh, I've got so much and I'm just, I don't want to go and talk to anybody. I just want to heads down. And I energetically have that energy going on. People won't interrupt me. They can feel that. You know, It's like my body totally. language is like, I've got shit to do. So <laughs> I'm very focused. But then there's other times my intention is like, I wonder what might open up. I wonder who I could meet. I'm kind of curious today. I'm feeling a little more playful today. And so if I go in with that energy, then I'm more likely, I even notice like 
the, you know, person behind the counter will usually be more chatty just because I have that energy or, you know, I strike up conversation over the water, you know, so things like that. I think be mindful of your intention and how you come into the hashtag IRLs, the in real life experiences. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't help myself. That's so funny. I love it. Oh my God. Yeah. So like a hundred percent, like I think, and I think what this is really about is adopting this as a practice, right? So, you know, like almost, I mean, probably 80% of my clients are introverts. They all struggle with this at first, but they all master this skill. And so, you know, it is absolutely doable for any of us. And I'm an introvert and I've mastered the skill. Like there is a way, like you have your moments where you don't want to be engaged with people and that's your choice. And then you have moments where you can be more open to engaging with people one-on-one. So it's not a big group or a big crowd because that is harder for introverts. It's more energy, especially if you're empathic. And so I think, you know, but if you're practicing it, so if it's like a state of mind all the time, that you see these opportunities to open a conversation, that's where it really pays off. So I think what happens is sometimes people are like, okay, 99% of the time I'm going to be disconnected. And then, you know, I'm going to like, in 10 minutes today, I'm going to go out and connect. And right, and then it's like, it doesn't produce anything. And they're like, why didn't I get a client? You know, it's like this very unrealistic idea. But what I'm talking about is if you are operating in this as a state of mind. So if you practice this and literally like you're, you know, standing in a line one day and there's a real good connection, you're talking to a friend and they have somebody they know who's a great connection. You go to a networking event, you, you know, are walking your dog. You like literally everywhere you go, you are bumping into your target market. This is the reality. Unless you live in the country, unless you live in a place where there literally is no people, you know, and so many times even my clients come and they live in a big city and they're like, my target market is nowhere. They're nowhere. I'm like, they're everywhere. It's just that you're not talking about it, right? You're not asking people things. You're not having conversations. But when you open yourself to the possibility and the idea that it's really about building relationships, that's really about making connections, and that you sometimes have to be the initiator of that spark, right? Of just that really interesting conversations. You have no idea where the magic's going to go. Sometimes it's to a client. Sometimes it's to a relationship, like a partner, as you were saying, like a romantic partner. Sometimes it's to your best friend. Like you have no idea what will open up when you open yourselves up to build relationships, but it is a powerful business strategy when you do it as a practice. Yes. And that's what I love about this conversation today is that we're putting it in that framework. This is a very powerful business strategy and one not to be taken lightly or to kind of be left to when I have time. You know, coming back to when we talk about blocking time or like how to put stuff on the calendar to prioritize it, if you find that you're someone who's just a little bit challenged by the strategy, doesn't come as natural to you, I think it's really important to put it on your calendar as something you want to do as a weekly or monthly, however you want to start, but really putting it on that calendar, like engage in real time, in real life with people, relationship building, or like go to my favorite coffee shop and do relationship building, whatever it is that you need to do, but put it on your schedule and not just like kind of in the back of your mind, like, oh yeah, Lauren Sonia said I need to do a little relationship building. (laughs) (laughs) Make We know that happens. We know it happens. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, yeah, that thing. But, you know, it's so true that 
things, unexpected partnerships. And, um, and on that note, like one thing that we were talking about before we got on the call was like how powerful it is to build relationships in your local communities, not only to attract potential customers and clients, but you might meet someone who's really a great business partner strategy, not like they're going to buy into your business, but someone in the community that say needs to partner with someone like you. They have some kind of business that's missing an element and you happen to bring that element and they realize, oh, wow, like I don't have to do it. You could do it and I can hire you. And, you know, there's so many different ways that those relationships can build to more opportunity. And it's not just, oh, these people are going to think I'm trying to pick up new clients. It's like, no, you're just trying to look for new opportunities. Where are these conversations leading? Is this person a professor at your local university and they've been needing somebody to come speak on that topic? And oh, wow, you speak on that topic? That's awesome. Can you come next Tuesday and talk to my class? Yeah. Like that's how easy it really can be. And you guys, I have been doing this for 20 years. So like I know this is how I've gotten all of my clients to some degree. Like once, like probably at this stage now, I get some off Facebook or some in other places. But so much of it is about the relationship building I did, the referrals I've done, the connections I've had, the people I just literally meet on the street. Like, you know, these are the things that really, really build our businesses. But we just, you know, it's like we, we've lost the sight of them and we've lost the value of it. And so one of the things I want to address, because it reminded me when you were talking, Laura, is that so often we have this fear that someone's going to think we're salesy, right? This is what I hear so much from my clients. Like if I start a conversation, I feel really yucky and I feel like I'm going to be really salesy and they're going to not like me. Well, you're not, your intention in a conversation is never sales. And that's why I tell my clients, even in their sales call, the intention is not sales. The intention is to offer clarity and if it's a good fit to offer their program, right? We can't have an agenda for someone else making a decision. And so you're not going into these conversations with the things like, I'm going to get this sale, right? That is yucky. <laughs> you're going into the conversation genuinely interested in who they are and what they want to do, if it happens to be a good fit, if there's an alignment, if there's a spark, if there's a connection, then you'll know when to take it further. So, you know, I was just having this conversation the other day with my clients and we were talking about like, you know, how do you kind of cultivate these relationships? Like, what do you do with it? Like, say you go and have coffee with someone because you had a really great connection and networking meeting and then you follow up with coffee. Like, what do you do? Do you try to sell them? Do you tell them about your program? So my suggestion is always, no, you have a natural human conversation. You have a coffee. You get interested in what they do, right? So often naturally our work, our personality, what we're passionate about, that comes up in the conversation. If they seem really interested in being a client or really interested in your services, then say, awesome, well, I'm really enjoying connecting with you right here, but let's set up a call to have an official call, right? That I can really tell you about my services. I can see if I'm the right one to help you. Like that's such an easy thing, but let's do that. Right now, I'm really enjoying this conversation. And they will appreciate that so much. They'll be so much more interested in doing that sales call because they'll be like, wow, okay, she actually is genuinely interested in me. She's just not trying to sell me in this conversation. It's actually a genuine conversation. That's how easy it can be when we change our mindset. And it is a mindset, right? Because yes. it's an intention. Uh, my intention is to cultivate relationships. My intention is not to go and sell to everyone. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, it's just that, like you said, it's just that old framework of thinking that, you know, because I want you to be my client, then this is going to be all salesy. 
It's like that just your intention, just knowing that you don't need to go in with an agenda, but you go in with an intention to connect. And really, what are we doing as entrepreneurs? Why did we want to get into these, you know, wild (laughs) things that we do with all the pressure and the responsibility? It's because we saw a problem. Most of us saw an issue and we wanted to offer up a solution. And that is what you're checking out when you have a conversation. You're wondering, like, are you one of those people that share that pain point, you know, that so many of my clients have? Because you might not know that this is this thing and that I offer it. And I think that that has been my biggest mindset support is remembering that. Like, I saw a pain point. I developed something I thought would help. And so when I'm talking to someone about what I do, I'm simply sharing that solution, that possible solution. They may resonate or not, you know, they can say, "Mm, that's not really for me. I don't think that would work for me. And that's fine. Or you just got a chance to inform someone of something they never knew existed, right? It's like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that. I've worked with so many people and they've done this and that, but I've never heard of somebody that does this or that, you know, whatever your unique piece is. So so good. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I I love it. And and so let's talk about some ways at which we can use this, right? So, you know, it's we're sort of been general up to this point, like it's about relationship building. That should be your intention for every single person you connect with in your business a hundred percent of the time on every level. But let's talk about some different ways we can funnel that, right? So like how can we channel that energy so that we're we're connecting and building in areas? So let's talk about online because I think, you know, that's an area where there is such rich potential for relationship building, but we have lost that art. And partly because so many people are learning tactics from people who do not care about relationships, they just care about money. And so like, you know, and so you get these funnels you're creating and there's like, it's so funny because I always think like the funnels is this pretense of relationship building, but there is no genuine relationship building in there. Like throwing a bunch of content at someone over eight automated emails, that is not relationship building. So let's just make that clear, right? But there is potential to, you know, connect with people and build a relationship. So that can be through social media. That can be through your presence. You can connect with people. You can engage with people. But it isn't just that you're throwing out content. It's you building relationships. So when people comment, you're you're connecting with them. You're talking to them. You're getting to know them. You're, you know, building a relationship with them. You find people you find really interesting and you ask them for coffee. You ask them for a Zoom coffee. Like you don't have to do it in person. So, you know, it is still about building those relationships. If you do have a funnel, you do it in the form of an actual relationship. So yeah, maybe start off with one email that gives them content, but then the next email, ask them a question. One question, one sentence. How are you going today? How did you find the information I gave you? That's it. Not, oh, by the way, and here's all the ways I can sell to you. And here's all the ways I can help you. And if you need this resource and this resource and this resource, right? Like, that's crazy. And you see this all the time in the different, you know, platforms. You see, I see everyone doing it wrong, right? So like, you know, there's just like, especially like LinkedIn is one of those places where I love LinkedIn. I think there's huge potential for LinkedIn. But you get these comments where people are under this pretense of relationship building when really all they're doing is throwing a bunch of stuff at you. <laughs> Yes. Yes. So I agree and I can feel it, but I'm trying to think like, what is that? Like that people, what's the difference or what's that strategy? Do you think that, because I know I can feel it, especially with the emails. I have the people that I follow and I just know that when I open up that email, there's going to be something that's inspiring me that I connect to. I don't know. I just really feel 
connected. And it's usually because that person really, it does seem like they're clear on their gift and what they're here to do and they're serving it up. Like they're just like, this is what I do. And I have found them because I resonate with them. And then other people, yeah, it just feels it's like it doesn't resonate and it seems a little fake or a little salesy. Or So what do you think is that strategy? Is it all like their own authenticity, their own like genuine feeling and they're bringing it to their content? So, okay, if we're talking about broadcast, so this is where, you know, you get like a a weekly, a daily, a monthly kind of newsletter thing. So, you know, we all are on those lists. You get lots of stuff. 99.9% of those suck. 99.9% of those no one really pays attention to. We just all throw it in our trash. Like, so everyone's trying to do that. This is what we're taught. Email marketing, email newsletters, blah, blah, blah. It's no longer effective because it's not works. Now, the people that you continue to open – There are people who are masters at language, right? So if you are a master at language or a master at writing, awesome. That makes sense to be able to utilize that platform, that tool to bring out that mastery. But if you're not a master at language, then guess what? The new, a lot of times the newsletters, it's just like they're forced, right? I think that's the difference. Like we have either have an intention of connection, you know, or we have an intention to spread a message that's really powerful and we have that mastery of language. Or what most people are doing is they're just doing another obligation. They're doing another thing on their to-do list. They've been told we'll get them clients. They're doing another thing on their to-do list or they're just thinking about themselves, right? Because that happens a lot too. It's like everyone wants to just hear all the things I have to say. It doesn't matter. I don't need to engage with my customers. They want to hear me and I could just spout to them all day long and they'll be totally interested in hearing it. And you know, sometimes that's true and a lot of times that's not, especially by email. Like I think podcasts, People are hungry for information. They're they're interested in learning. I think videos, same. I think a lot of times with emails, they have to be very strategic and very genuine and very connected. And a lot of the times the people that I want to open, it's either because they have the mastery of that language. It's almost poetry reading their stuff. And you're like, oh my God, it's so funny. And I'm like not humorous, which is why I don't do a regular newsletter. (laughs) You know, like, you know, you either get that funny thing or it's people that are so passionate and engaged with their topic that it's interesting. Yeah. But you're right. A lot of the people that I really enjoy are writers. Like many of them, it's because they're writing, they're like sharing their story. And then I think that one of my favorite newsletters is because she's great at curating content and she will share links to all this like really cool stuff. And so I'm always like checking out. I was like, wow, this is cool. You know, so she's a curator of content. Of course, that's what her whole business is. She's a copywriter and content creator and stuff. And so I'm like, look at you. I love this newsletter because I get all this amazing support. And the newsletters that are just like telling the story and telling the story of the person, I appreciate from time to time, but then I lose kind of interest in those. So again, like with relationship building, it's the same thing about like when you meet a new person and they're gushing and they're gushing and gushing about themselves and you can't really like engage with that, you're not interested. Or if you like try to engage with someone and they're so quiet and you can't like get them to open up, it doesn't work. So it's like being able to be that kind of middle ground where you're open and curious about the other person, but you're also, you know, providing information about yourself. And I mean, this can happen on site and like in person or online, I guess. And it is that finding that balance of how you engage with people. 
Yeah, I mean, I it like, of course, there's a lot of variations in different business models, right? So different business models um, have more effectiveness with email marketing. If you're selling like low end products, if you're selling anything under like $50, like you can, yours is about volume. And so to get volume, you often have to do something like email marketing or you have to do more of the things that are just about volume. But for those of us selling any high end things, especially services, you're not going to, it's not going to work for you to throw out that volume. Right, you're looking for the right target market, the right client who's willing to invest in expensive services. Like ideally, we all want someone to really invest in us. And so, to be able to do that, you are building a relationship. They need to trust you, and it needs to be two ways. And so, what I tell all my clients is that every action you take in your marketing, in your sales, in your your actions in your business to get clients, every single one of them should have the intention to start a conversation. So, if you're doing email marketing. You should be looking to start a conversation and you're not going to do that by a long-winded, a first email with some information is all great. But after that, you do it through direct connection. Hey, how are you doing? Hey, I've noticed you've opened a few of my emails and I'm really interested in who you are and what you do. Like that will spark a conversation that leads to sales. Just continuing to throw out more content, more information. I mean, the truth is we are bombarded with information. We are so tired of information. Like we don't need any more information. <laughs> like we don't. We yeah. need relationships. We need genuine connection. Well, Sonia, and what you just said right there was gold. The part about there's all the newsletters and there's you're just throwing stuff out at people, but you can go and look to see who actually is engaging and who's opening and who's clicking on those links and then get more personal. So many people are not doing that. They're just like, wait. So they're just like sending tons of content and then they wait. Is anybody going to click on my link to buy something or, you know, to sign up? And it's like, no, they're clicking on their links, your links to find out more about you. So that's a perfect time to just reach out and have a personal, I feel really, I'm blown away. Like when somebody from a big list, you know, will like reach out to me about something. I'm like, oh, you noticed that I'm following your stuff. Oh, interesting. You know? And like, let's have a conversation. So that that's a really good piece of just a strategy right there that everyone could do. It's like, who is online with you already that you could have a more direct personal relationship with by just being curious about who they are? Why are they interested in your stuff? Why are they opening your, you know, clicking on your links? Absolutely. And I think one of the really important words in this conversation is cultivating, right? Because this is what I see a lot in a lot of different areas. For instance, say you have someone who might be interested in your services. You have like one conversation with them and say that then they get busy and you know, you never hear from them again. Everyone just drops it. Like that's it. Like, okay, that lead's gone. No, 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 no. You have to cultivate a relationship. Like I have clients who took a year to decide to work with me, but like I would keep reaching out to them and being like, how are you going? You know, sometimes it was they were building money. Sometimes it wasn't the right timing for different things. And as long as they were a good fit, I would reach out and be like, hey, how how are things? And so often they just needed that encouragement until they got to the place where they're like, yes, let's do it. You know, like it really cares for them. It really cultivates that relationship. And so, so often, 
often one of the most amazing strategies for all the clients I work with and people who have, have established businesses. So often they just have really crappy follow-ups. Like, you know, they they have a sales call or they have something or they even have a client that comes once and then that's it. They just dump them. Like they don't yeah. follow. And sometimes it's their feeling of, oh, they must not have liked me or they would have reached yeah. out to me. No, you didn't cultivate the relationship. That's on you. Whereas if you created a better follow-up system, you created something to where you can reach out to people and engage and just say, hey, um, how are you going? And sometimes, yeah, people don't respond and they're not interested and that's all good. But if you don't do the actions, if you don't create the follow-up, you miss out on huge opportunities for success. Agree. Agree. Totally. So that cultivate is the key takeaway. And person, in person, (laughs) it's like – Take time to really personally connect with people as much as possible. And if everything is online, then how can you personalize that? How can you cultivate those connections? And you don't have to be all things to all people. Again, this comes back to so many conversations we've also had about, you know, you most likely work with a very specific client and that client wants to hear from you and how do you cultivate that relationship between you and that person so they're really getting the support that you're offering whether it's a product or a service-based business and like you said at the end of the day this is all about relationships and the more that we are like heart transactional and not coming from some sort of like mental checklist transaction and all about just the sell people are going to feel that and they're going to want to engage and exchange that energy, whether it's money for a product or our partnership to support you. Yes. Yes. I love it. So important. So key takeaways, just like Laura said, cultivate relationships, take it offline, practice it offline, and bring those same offline practices online. Like that's (laughs) the thing. Be how you would at a networking meeting or your friend's house. Be that way online and let's see what happens. So you're you're this is a great conversation. There's obviously lots of details here as well. So, you know, it is something that is an art. So you cultivate it and you practice and you play with it. If you have any questions, it's great to pop into our Facebook group, Women in the Business Arena, and chat with us about it. But you know, we really encourage you to bring on more relationship building. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us and we will see you next week. Are you ready to step into your value, power, and voice? Are you interested in having more impact in the world? Are you navigating an environment where you could use more leadership and communication skills? Well, I am launching a leadership program called Women Changing the Arena. I've taken decades of hands-on work with women plus my lifetime experience of self-development and leadership development to create a program that allows women to truly lead. Whether you are in business, a corporate role, or the political arena, I can help you change the world. Head over to soniastatman.com or find me on any of my socials. Let's connect. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Women in the Business Arena. We'd love to welcome you into our community. Come join the Women in the Business Arena Facebook group. You can find the link in the show notes. And if you want to learn more about me and my work, you can find me at soniastatman.com. See you next week.